0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Deferium on Thursday, February 28th, 2018. The last day of February this year is moving very fast. One quick announcement. No vid chat tomorrow. Um, I have not yet posted the schedule for March, so keep uh, an eye on that. I've been a little under the weather, and I really wasn't even going to do a, uh, a vid chat today. Pardon me at all. Um, I have been uh, on and off with a bad cold, and the weather doesn't seem to be helping. It's warm, and then it's cold, and then it's warm, and then it's cold. But there's a story I I did want to talk about because um, I have some speculation and some questions, and I'm kind of frustrated because it doesn't seem like many people are asking or attempting to ask these questions and not doing a enough dot connecting, in my opinion. And there's a lot more to be done, but we'll get to that. The story is about uh, George Cardinal Pell, the uh, Cardinal Archbishop of Melbourne in Australia, who has been found guilty of sexual molestation and... Um, this story disturbs me, as I'm sure it disturbs a lot of you. Um, and I have some questions. I'm I'm linking a CNN article here because it's quite a lengthy article, but I want to uh, draw attention to a few paragraphs in it, and then present my my problems, my speculations uh, regarding this whole human trafficking. Uh, child sex slavery rings pedophilia you know we've been seeing a lot of this in the news in the past few years and it seems to be a story that hits remember pizzagate uh, epstein island a few years ago we had the university of pennsylvania scandal and on and on and then of course all the way back to the franklin scandal and if you want to go all the way back to the 19th century there were scandals in great britain at the time Uh, We've seen uh, the Saville scandal in Great Britain in in the last century, and on and on this seems to go. So I I want to address that issue. But first of all, I want to read some paragraphs in this that um, I find interesting and disturbing. Quote, Uh, One of the most powerful men in the Roman Catholic Church was found guilty of multiple historical child sex offenses at a secret trial in Melbourne in December, the existence of which can only now be revealed. Australian Cardinal George Pell, 77 years old, is almost certain to face prison after a jury found him guilty of one charge of sexual penetration of a child and four charges of an indecent act with or in the presence of a child in the late 1990s. Now, that's disgusting enough, but listen, listen closely. The conviction of Pell, the Vatican treasurer, and a close advisor to Pope Francis will send shockwaves through the church, which is already reeling from accusations of sexual abuse committed by priests worldwide. Pell is the senior most Catholic official to be found guilty of child sex offenses to date. His conviction brings the escalating international controversy around the abuse of children in Catholic institutions straight to the doors of the Holy Say. A court order banning media reporting of Pell's five-week-long trial, which began in November 2018, was lifted by Chief Judge Peter Kidd on Tuesday. The prosecution's case hinged on the testimony of one man who said Pell sexually abused him and another boy in Melbourne's historic St. Patrick's Cathedral after Mass one Sunday. The second victim died later from a drug overdose, having never revealed the abuse to anyone. The surviving accuser cannot be identified under Australian law governing sex abuse victims. In court, the accuser told the jury how Pell... Then Archbishop of Melbourne discovered the two choir boys discovered the two choir boys drinking wine in the priest's sacristy, a small room at the back of the cathedral. He claimed Pell forced one of the boys to perform oral sex on him and performed an indecent act on his friend. One month later, the victim said Pell pushed him up against a wall and groped his genitals. Gasps were heard in the court... (coughs) (coughs) pardon me, after Pell was found guilty of all charges in December. In a statement Tuesday, Pell's accuser said he had struggled with shame, loneliness, and depression after the abuse. Now, I'm skipping several paragraphs here Uh, down toward the end of this article. The Cardinal never took the stand in his own defense, but a video of his meeting with Australian detectives in Rome in 2016 was played to the court. In the video, Pell said the charges were, quote, the products of fantasy, unquote, and when asked whether he forced a boy to perform oral sex, he said it was, quote, a deranged falsehood, unquote, and then, quote, what a load of absolute and disgraceful rubbish, completely false madness, unquote, he told detectives. Pell looked shocked when the guilty verdict was read out on December 11th after the jury had deliberated for three and a half days. Now... A few final paragraphs here. Um, He was made Archbishop of Melbourne by Pope John Paul II in 1996, and while in the post he created the program to respond to increasing tide of sexual abuse allegations against priests. But Pell's Melbourne response program was criticized for capping compensations to victims at just tens of thousands of Australian dollars. There were allegations that people were advised not to go to police. So that's it. Essentially what we have here is a case of your word against mine. And that I find disturbing. Now I'm not saying that he didn't do these things, he's been convicted of them. Uh, but what disturbs me about all of this, folks, is I don't think that we've that we've been trying to connect dots. Enough. I want to go all the way back to the Franklin scandal that emerged in the late 1980s and then the early 1990s during the George H.W. Bush administration. The Franklin scandal was that scandal about the savings and loan institution in Omaha, Nebraska, that was the center of a pedophilia ring. And incidentally, a sex trafficking ring. In other words, it was not restricted to the Omaha area because if you get into the case and read about this case, the victims of this abuse were flown all over the country, out to Hollywood, back to Washington, D.C., and so on and so forth. And at the center of it was a man that owned a local... uh, Savings and Loan, a a credit bureau, and so in other words, you had, just like Cardinal Pell, the the treasurer for the Vatican Bank, you now have a banker involved in that activity at Franklin, and incidentally, many of those victims in the Franklin scandal came from Boys Town, the famous uh, Boys Orphanage in Nebraska, that was a Catholic institution, still is a Catholic institution. But I'm not trying to pick on the Roman Catholic Church here. What I'm trying to do is, is point out some interesting parallels in all of these occurrences. The Saville case in Great Britain, again, you've had bankers involved in this and so on and so forth. I also want to go all the way back to a set of murders of of young boys in the 1920s in California called the Wineville Chicken Coop Murders. And the man that eventually was hanged for having committed those things at one point stated that he was paid money by very wealthy people to go get these boys. So I want to I want to point out something here. We've been dealing with the Pennsylvania pedophilia incident, the Franklin scandal, Wineville chicken coop murders, the Saville uh, business in Great Britain, and as I say, there are indications of uh, this activity, pardon me again, folks, indications of this activity way back in the 19th century in Great Britain. So what I think we need to start doing Rather than looking at these individual cases, oh, so-and-so was convicted and -and so-and-so, I want to know the extent of this, and I further want to know the extent over time. How far back does this really go, and is it possible? And this is what frustrates me so much. No one seems to be attempting to connect the dots between all these incidents to see if, in fact, there are relationships between these incidents. I just pointed out one, the Franklin scandal, Boys Town, Cardinal Pell, Roman Catholic uh, clergy sex abuse, and so on and so forth. I think we have to start looking at this in a very different way. We have to start asking about the extent. We have to start probing the network and pooling information to see if we can construct some sort of picture of this actual network and to see how far back it goes and to see who's involved. And the reason I say that is because the only one that I think publicly that has a major uh standing on the world stage that has attempted to point out the extent of this has been President Trump and some of his public announcements about human trafficking. I want to know the connections, if any, between Wineville, Franklin, Cardinal Pell, and all of this stuff. No one seems to be doing that research, and I understand that it would be very, very difficult but you'll notice something in the Franklin scandal and in the case of Cardinal Pell, and to a lesser extent even in the Wineville Chicken Coop murders. There's two things that stand out in all of this. Number one, you have people with access to high finance. And therefore, number two, you have people with access to some sort of network network that they can tap into in their positions of authority and orchestrate this kind of activity. And that means, number three, they have access, and this is a key point, they have access to human beings, to children, to young boys, to young girls, and so on. And it's that combination of three things, I think, that would allow us at some point to pry open this network. Because... If you're dealing with the cardinal treasurer of the Vatican, and if this activity is indeed something that he is guilty of, and remember, this is you know a case of my word versus his word, all right? But if we do have it going that far up, there is no way that this does not represent a network. And the real question that I have to ask my That I have to ask about this is why didn't the prosecutors bring out in the trial if these victims thought that this was part of a network? Did they talk to other victims? Did they share stories with other victims? And then did they try and get a picture of, of a network? So in other words, why is this just a trial that stops at one man? Is there any further investigation going on? And That's what disturbs me. There's no indication that it is, but we all know that the network is fairly extensive. Look what we've had. Pizzagate and all of that stuff, Epstein and all of that stuff, and on and on this goes. The Pennsylvania uh, episode. So I think we need to start talking now about extent. Network and how far back does it go and who's involved we really we need to move past These individual stories and start probing the actual phenomenon itself to find out if we can roll up these networks That's going to take a lot of research uh, But it has to be done and if it goes up like I say to to the Council of Cardinals that actually run the day-to-day affairs of the Vatican, then you can bet your bottom dollar that this is a network that is highly organized. It has access to a lot of human inventory, so to speak, and it has access to major financing, and it's time to start exposing it. Anyway, that's uh, a sad subject for today's News and Views, folks, but I did want to bring this story to your attention uh, because I think there's a lot more going on when you read this article. Uh, Read it between in between the lines, uh, there's there's something going on here, and we're not being told the whole story. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. Remember, tomorrow there is no vid chat. I apologize again for my sniffles and snuffles. I'm a bit under the weather. Uh, keep uh, your eye out on the schedule. Uh, I should be posting it sometime in the next few days for the vid chat schedule this month. All right, that's it, folks. Uh, I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.